Hey everybody, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you back to another Soulful Blessed Day. And if this is the first time you're visiting, welcome. Thank you for taking the time out to sit with me and listen to the conversations that I have with myself and others. And also, if this is your return back to listen for whichever number episode, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time out and and spending it with me. And also thank you all for the feedback that I've been getting uh, regarding the episodes and, you know, your, your feelings about it, what resonated with you. I appreciate all the sharing and just keep it coming, keep it coming. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, please definitely subscribe. Um, we're working on a great things coming down the pike in the future, but, um, grand rising to everyone. And I just wanted to share today uh, with you guys because it was something that was um, I was thinking about. It was a conversation again. A, a lot of what I talk with you all about is about conversations that I've had with others or things that I um, had come into my mind. And I think that will be helpful for others to um, think about and, and, you know, see po- see if it resonates with you all. But here's the thing. This conversation actually went deep really fast. And there's nothing wrong with that because that means that you have a great connection with that individual when conversations can go that deep, that fast, and that personal. But it was just a great conversation because I'm like, wow, how many other people are pondering these things too? And, um, how many of them are, are are either saying it to their significant others or keeping it to themselves and, and um, having these uh, emotions and thoughts just dance around in their heads. So anyway, we were talking and she was uh, stating that, you know, she was talking about our kids and, you know, our, our spouses and things like that. And she was saying how her daughter was grappling with her sexuality. And that seems to be a theme for a lot of my friends lately, and that, which is great. And I, I feel like it's wonderful that they have that level of comfort that they can come and talk to me about it. And I want them to come talk to me about it because it's a safe space, right? So um, she was saying, and as and I, you know, replied, I'm like, yeah, I know it's no big deal for you. You know, it's she just needs to know that you know, understand, and she can trust that you are not going to pass judgment that you're her daughter. She's your daughter. And she's like, yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, she's like, I have, you know, two other gay friends and, you know, one's a guy, one's a female and she went in to talk about them. Right. So I, I chuckled and she's like, what, what happened? What's so funny? And so I said to her, I said, yeah, I am in that circle of gay friends that you have. And she was like, no way. I had no idea. And so I, I really thought about it. And I was like, wow, it, this really goes to the extent of how people perceive you and what they really take away from the relationship and what I didn't show, right? It's not just them. Maybe that's what I put out so that that's what the pieces that they put together. Um, so it, it's nothing, you know, I don't have any hard feelings or anything like that, but it, it just really resonated within me, like the perception that I'm per, uh, presenting out to the world at that time, 
right at that time because that was a different time when she and I became friends. We were both in uh, working as um, instructors at sister colleges, but then we were also taking courses in um, the university together to get our graduate degree, our NPs and things like that. So, you know, it's just one of those things that we see each other in class and at work and things like that. So it goes back to that one uh, conversation that we had earlier, I forgot what episode, but the perception, right? Where did you meet your friends and what level of friendship is that? And can you ask those pertinent questions of how are your family if you didn't develop that friendship at that time? So it's, it's really interesting, right? So I I quickly gave her a synopsis of those things in between that, um, the cues that she missed at, you know, during those times. And she's, she's like, wow, I I really had no idea. And I was like, no, that's okay. And I said, you know, we're talking, we're sharing, you know, that's, that's it. So I said, so now you can add me into the realm of, I said, cause I am your friend, right? (laughs) You know, you have to do the friend check. I am your friend, right? She's like, no, no, you're my very good friend. I, yes. She's like, so definitely. So um, she's like, wow, I, I can't believe she says stupid me. I really didn't know that. I was like, no, it's just the 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 mask. We talk about a lot about masks that we wear. I said that was probably the mask that I was putting on because I didn't feel comfortable in the space. So I gave you what I wanted you all to see, right? So that's what it was, and that's and and it was like an epiphany for both of us. Like, wow. I really didn't show my authentic self during that time. And so therefore she couldn't get a true picture of who I am. And that, that just, that's a whole nother conversation. Right. And I'm sure one we've already had, but, um, so we, we go into talking and things like that. And so then she's like, you know what, then I'll share with you. And it's like, okay. So she says, you know, she says, my husband and I were talking and, you know, we talked about our daughter and how she feel about her sexuality. And then, you know, he was like, you know, I know sometimes you feel like you have that um, tendency, that bisexual tendency, you know, her husband was saying this to her. And um, I was like, and she's like, yeah, sure. Okay. So they were toying with the idea of possibly doing that whole invite somebody else into the bedroom. So me, from a, a perspective of living life and you know, like been there, done that kind of thing, I shared with her the emotional connection and the emotional investment that's involved. And I share that with anyone who is contemplating inviting someone else into their home, especially into their um, private sanctuary, your bedroom, right? Because here's the thing. When you invite someone into that space, you're not only, it, it, it goes beyond just sex and sex and, and just giving and, and having fun in the moment. And people forget about that because they say, oh, it's just sex. You know, it's a one-time thing or periodically we do this. And it's like, no, you're giving your yourself out every time. And then there's a level of emotional involvement that goes into that because then you know, from a, a woman's perspective, if it's with another woman and your your husband or, or wife is engaging with that other woman and you're watching and it's like, whoa, wait, you really want this person? Is this what you want? Then is turmoil of 
thoughts and emotions that run through your mind. And then if you are able to, to wrap your head around it, you're constantly, it, 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 you get triggers. Like when you're out to dinner and he turns his head to look at a beautiful woman and he's like, oh, we're on that. So that's what you want. And it, you have to really have a deep conversation and prepare yourself for that, um, that change in your intimacy or adding a spice to your intimacy. Now, if it's the other way and you know, you, you're adding a, a gentleman into the bedroom that sends a set of emotions off for your husband, right? For the, the other person, it's like, oh, so that's what you want. And you know, are you guys seeing each other on the outside? I see they text you what's going on. So it's, it's just, just those kinds of things that you have to be mindful of when, when you're engaging in that type of environment. And some, some people do it. There, there's swing clubs where people are swingers. There's hedonism places, um, that that's their whole jive, that it's all about freedom, sexual, you know, freedom and just being one with yourself, one with nature. Um, people, some people, the older generation will probably say the hippies, um, free love kind of thing. And, you know, on some levels, it's okay. I mean, it, I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it by any means. There is nothing wrong with it. It, it. You know, I always invite people to spice up your relationship, change things up a little bit. Um, see what the other person is into and, and have those open, candid conversations to keep that part of your relationship alive because you don't want that. Um, I would say, I don't want, I don't want to do the guessing game. I don't want to guess what you want. I don't want to, you know, find out later when you decide you, you want to leave me because you're not getting what your needs met at home. I have those conversations and that's where it begins right? That's where it begins being open, honest. And, and I love that they were open and honest with each other because, you know, I, it's my, my friends don't really share that much with me. So I really, really valued that she shared that with me. And I was like, wow, I get to have these conversations. This is awesome. Um, because it gives me that opportunity to not only share part of me, but also share my knowledge about different, um, parts of life that, Again, if people don't really know you, they don't know that you know, right? So just in that conversation alone, we gave each other tons of information, right? We gave each other tons of things for food for thought where you can go back and say, well, here, honey, because even I did. I went back to my husband. I said, yeah, you know, my friend and I were talking about this. And um, of course, I, don't, I never tell him which friend because God forbid um, he gives everybody the side eyes like, oh, that's what you think? No. It's all good. So I never tell him what friend. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we, you know, I talked and I says, you know, it's just really one of those things that it's just, you want that sounding board. You, we need that sounding board to, to really think and talk out those ideas and those things we're pondering in our head about life, love, keeping, our relationships together and just keeping ourselves together. And that's part of it. And if you don't have those kinds of friends that you can be open and honest and true to, 
then your friendships are not genuine because you should be able to have those kind of conversations with your friends and not have judgment being passed on you about, oh, that, yeah, y'all planning on doing that? What's, what's going on? You know, you're not happy. No, no, that has nothing to do with it. They've been married for plenty of years and, and happiness is not the key. It's, it's not it. It's just, they want to take their, their, relationship and maybe branch out and do something different and and become um even better maybe you know who knows what it'll do for their relationship but either way i say always before you decide to take that leap make sure you're you you are both on the same page and you're both vested in the emotional um involvement that it will entail um maybe going out and venturing into one of the hedonism places and seeing what that's about might be the first step to see if you are able to do that emotional disconnect when it comes to that because you do have to disconnect on some level because no matter what you say those thoughts are going to be in your mind like I, I having the thought of some other woman touching my husband is like blows my mind I'm like uh no no, no, that's just no, no, no. Um, but yeah, you, you just have to know where you stand. And, and honestly, that's where I stand. And we talk, you know, we talk about different things like that because we're very open and honest with one another. And I, you know, I, and I ask, is that what you want? Tell me what you want. Is this what makes you happy? If this is what you need, what? And then I look into myself to see if I can provide that emotional sexual whatever piece to it and um then you with everything we do right we have to flip it because if it's the your spouse bringing it to you and that's what he wants he or she wants then it's like okay so here's the counter offer right and then you flip it and then see the change if there is any because there may not be any right? It may be, okay, yeah, I can deal with that for whatever. It's just a one-time thing. Um, but just be, just, again, just be prepared for the emotional investment that takes place when making those kind of changes. Um, same thing when, when you see people in those polygamous relationships and, you know, they have multiple wives and some people even have multiple husbands, God love them. Um, but, it's just one of those things that you have to be prepared for that emotional stress that that will take on you. And everybody's like, well, no, you know, he's over there for this many days. He's over here for this many days. You're not, you're getting a piece of an individual. That individual is not totally vested in you, especially if he's with you, he or she's with you. And they're talking and thinking about the three other people that they have to go see and when they have to go see. It's those kinds of things, right? So, um, yeah, so we had that open, honest, candid con conversation, very transparent, and I love it because I love transparent conversations. I don't want to talk to um, plastic people where I can see through you and, you know, you're fake and things like that. I, Yeah, I don't want to talk to those kind of people because then your conversations are not genuine, I want to talk to real people that are going to be open, honest, and candid and ask the real question. And I was so, so happy when she asked the real question. 
what do you think about adding someone to the bedroom? I'm like, whoa, that's, this is a real conversation. I love it. And yes, I did geek out and get really excited because no one really asks me those things, you know, because I, I you know, I, maybe it's the perception again, going back to perception on maybe I look like I, I wouldn't know anything about it. Maybe I look like I am, um, how do I say, um, uh, oh, uh, I used to say a holy roller. Um, sorry, I don't want to offend anyone. Um, but that's what I used to call myself when I used to uh, go to church every Sunday and was in the choir, was on the, the usher board. Um, and by no means is anything wrong with that. That's the way I was raised. That's the way we grew up. Um, that's the way I've always known um, life. So it's not, not to knock anyone that does any of that. Um, because I have plenty of friends that, that do, and family, um, by the way. Um, my mom's in a deaconess in the church. My father is a trustee. My brother is a deacon. So it's not it's not that I, at all. It's just there's something for everybody. And, I, and at some point, it did not become what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. So nothing um, to that. But that's the that's what I'm thinking that a lot of people see. So it's like they they don't know how to approach me with such questions. And then um, so I try to provide as transparent me as possible um, when when appropriate, of course, and uh, share what is appropriate and open myself up because if I'm going to be this individual that's going to be outside just by doing the podcast I'm letting people into my life and into my world and being an actress and a model I'm definitely opening myself up even wider farther and wider into my life and into my world so um I have to be transparent you know the world always looks for something to find um on you some dirt on you so the moment that you're not transparent is the moment that um, someone finds, aha, there you go. This is what's wrong. Um, but there, I, I try not to have any aha moments in my life. So um, this is who I am. So definitely um, having that conversation was amazing, amazing. And I would definitely welcome any other conversations as such because, again, that's my goal to be in the community, to teach the community about all things, love, sex, wellness, spirituality. I want the com- the community to be covered on all bases. And the only way to, to be in a no is to ask. And there's never a stupid question. Well, I guess sometimes there can be a stupid question, but I, I don't view a question as stupid because if you're asking, then it was something that was heavy on your mind and you wanted the answer to it. So Therefore, no stupid questions, just ask. And plus, you know what? Honestly, guys, I always loved Dr. Ruth. And I always, I know it's weird to say this, but I always wanted to be the next Dr. Ruth, right? I always wanted to be the next sex person that wanted to ask all those sex questions that we were watching on cable. And we weren't supposed to be watching her on cable, but she's sitting there giving you a sexual demonstration on how to... (laughs) Um, do a vaginal penetration or some wildness or whatever. Um, I don't know if any of you ever watched the original um, older versions of Dr. Ruth, but I did because I was that individual that never slept. 
um, and was up all night. So watching cable TV whenever I could. And uh, I watched any and everything and Dr. Ruth was on. So I would happily sit there and listen to Dr. Ruth teach me about sex education. Yes, I learned sex education from Dr. Ruth. Go figure. Anyway, um, I'm just going on and on and on. But uh, I just wanted to say, I share that conversation because um, I just thought it was an amazing conversation. I thought it was, a, you know, one of the conversations that definitely could resonate with a lot of people out there, especially during this time where we're home with one another, trying to figure out what we're going to do with each other. And, you know, and I don't know if anyone else is thinking this, but yeah, I do think about how I'm going to spice up my relationship. Honestly, guys, I'm about 10, 13 years older than my husband. I need to keep it spicy and that's the old bullshit. So I need to figure out different things that I am comfortable doing because it's always got to be about your comfort. Uh, so, and yeah, so you, you sit and you have these conversations. So I, again, I welcome them. Thank you so much to, um, my friends for sharing with me. I appreciate you. Um, and always and forever, if you guys have questions, concerns, please send me an email. DC at the soulful is the email address. The, um, Facebook is DC soulful eclectic and Instagram is the dot soulful eclectic dot, um, excuse me, the dot soulful eclectic. And also the webpage is thesoulfuleclectic.com. So thank you so, so much. I appreciate you all. I appreciate all conversations and feedback that we've had. Um, please just keep it coming. Keep it coming. And um, thank you. Check in with your friends, your family, and each other. And, you know, check in with yourself. See how you're doing and talk with yourself and see what resonates with you. Look yourself in the mirror, say, Hey, you, how are you doing? And call yourself, Hey, Diana, how you doing? How you feeling today? You are beautiful. Look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself that validation and then validate those outside in the world. So with that, I leave you with love and light reach out, give me any feedback, subscribe to the page if you haven't done so already. And I wish you all nothing but peace, love, and happiness. Thank you.